Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, whatever time you happen to be listening to this podcast, I want to greet you. My name is Errol Jones, and I am the president, the founding president of the National Black Business Alliance. Our goal is black community development through youth entrepreneurship. Let me quickly explain, black as in black, uh, more as in ADOS, as in African-American, as in whatever you want to call those people who are generally or traditionally known as black people. We'll work on our description of who they are as I learn more about the various names uh, that I think I want to use uh, on the regular. I, I kind of like black. I, I like black. We can debate it and discuss it later. Tonight, what I want to share with you is just a little bit of information to inform you about what is on the horizon. Uh, The National Black Business Alliance, as I said, is dedicated to black community development through youth entrepreneurship. I say black community development because the black community is in dire straits. We have difficult issues that need to be resolved. And one of the obstacles to resolving those issues or addressing those issues more appropriately, in my opinion, is the mixture and the diversity by which we attack the problem, attack the issue. Or let's put it like this, the placement of the diversity at certain levels in the discussion. When you are at a table and it's one black person and 14 people of other nationalities, you have one vote trying to influence a 15-vote arena. Therefore, unless you have tremendous oratory persuasive skills, you're going to be facing a uphill battle, an uphill battle that may be insurmountable. And after working so hard in an insurmountable task, maybe those around you, those 14 others, may begin to sympathize with your issue and then maybe go along with your vote or your intervention that you're proposing sympathetically. We cannot afford to wait on the sympathy of others. Our challenges are far too great, far too urgent, far too expensive and important for us to continue yet another day waiting on others to come to the table and either give us permission to solve our problems or address our problems in a way that we are more than happy to jump on board with their plans for our people. I categorically reject both approaches. I say black because I think the burden of improving our community is on black people. That does not mean the responsibility for addressing many of the issues that are impacting our community are totally at our doorstep. No, the responsibility for much of what we face today and for many, many years going all the way back to slavery issue. And there's no need to be ashamed of linking the problems of today with the um, but the issues of slavery, with the issues of the black codes which came post-slavery, with the issues of Jim Crowism, with the issues of the most recent discriminatory racist practices that are being implemented and impacting our community today. 
So we need to look at this from a holistic standpoint, look at the entire gamut of what black people face in today's society, in my humble opinion. It's my show, my humble opinion. But you're welcome to tune in and give yours as well. But their opinions. At the end of the opinion, um, expressions of opinion, then we begin to work or continue to work to bring our opinions, strategies, interventions to pass. And so I think that in the many years that I've been at work on this uh, topic, that I have some interventions that we can bring into the situation. And so that's what the National Black Business Alliance is about. It's about helping black people to be able to uh, impact their communities in a more positive and in a more powerful way. For instance, you've heard me talk about withholding the vote. What that means to me when I say withholding the vote, I already know the arguments about our ancestors fighting and dying for our right to vote. That does not mean that I have to vote. Uh, That means that they fought to give me the right to exercise my vote. Now, it may be wise and intelligent to use it. I have no argument really against that. But uh, they fought and they died so that I can have a right to vote or not to vote. So when I talk about withholding the vote, I really don't mean not exercising the privilege that our ancestors, many people, have fought to give us the right to, op- to, uh, to utilize. What I mean is using that vote in a way to sway the opinions of others around us who value that vote. If the Republicans valued the vote, then we would have a Republican group of people, a Republican party, a Republican ideology that says, let's do something to gain the vote of the black people in mass. I don't see that right now, so I don't really have much concern for trying to appeal to a party that does not recognize the value of the black vote. Many have tried to paint me as a Republican. That does not bother me in the least, except that it's not true. Is it Oprah Winfrey who said that what other people say about you is really not your business? Um, I'm not as concerned about what other people think and say and do as I am about the people who value what I have to say, value my leadership, value my strategies, uh, value me. Other than that, I'm not overly concerned with what many other people think. I am not a Republican, never have been, voted for only one Republican in my lifetime. That was while I was living in the city of Houston, in the state of Texas, and Dwayne Wainwright, Dale Wainwright, excuse me, Dale Wainwright, Dale Wainwright, get it right, a brother out of Chicago, graduate of the University of Chicago in Illinois, who ran for the Supreme Court, Texas Supreme Court, as a Republican, and he won. I met this gentleman at attorney Anthony Hall's house during a fundraiser. I didn't know who he was. I was sitting in a particular part of the home, uh, Anthony Hall's home, attorney Anthony Hall. I was sitting in his house, and uh, my wife happened to be talking to his wife, and I happened to be talking to this brother standing next to me. Uh, I'm 6'3", he's probably about 5'9", buff. Uh, We had an intelligent conversation. We talked about sports and other things like that, as well as other issues. But then when Attorney Hall came 
to the top of the stairs and he called out for the candidate for the Texas Supreme Court. The gentleman I was talking to, whose name was Dale Wainwright, I didn't know it at the time, stepped forward, went and took the position of, uh, of speaker and spoke to the group. Brother had a good head on his shoulders. I had no problem voting for this black man who was running as a Republican who talked like he had sense. The only Republican I've ever voted for in my life. You've heard me say that I like Donald Trump. Well, when Donald Trump was running, I thought he would be good for the country, as did enough other people to vote him in. I've watched Donald Trump on Celebrity Apprentice for 10 years or more. I knew that Mr. Trump had some emotional issues from my interpretation of his behavior on this show. I knew that he was a little bit on the, what I would say even today, a little bit unstable and narcissistic. I knew that. I enjoyed this show because I am interested in project management. The whole show is about project management using popular people um, as part of the project management um, uh, take, not, not technology, project management theme of the show. I like that. He was running against Hillary Clinton. I was not a Hillary Clinton fan. I did not like a number of the things that Hillary did, said, or projected herself to be. I was not a huge fan of Bill Clinton, even though I give him his kudos for what he did do for the economy at the time. I don't overlook the fact that he was a white man from the South. Um, I do not overlook the fact that during their administration, there were, um, and some can say rightly so, there was a tremendous amount of effort to curb crime in America. And that crime happened to be laid at the feet of African-American men in particular who bore the brunt of the crime bill without looking at any st major statistics. But that issue really had an impact on the families of black Americans, impact that we're still feeling today. Um, so I, I, I've always, when I voted, and I usually do, voted Democrat. I was not a fan of Jesse Jackson becoming the president of the United States at the time. I didn't think the United States was ready for a president whose vocabulary, uh, whose cadence, whose speaking was always in rhymes or usually in rhymes. That was good for the church, but I wasn't looking for a pastor to be the president of the United States. That does not mean he would not have been a good president. I don't know. I preferred Reagan. I'm pretty conservative. Um, most black people are. But I think of myself more as a conservative Democrat than I would think of myself as a conservative Republican. There is a difference. There are many blacks in leadership right now that are conservative Democrats uh, in Texas and all across the country. And I probably am on that side. I've never voted Republican. Well, Jones, why are you making such an issue of it now? Because I want to make that clear. If it's not clear now, it may never be clear in the future and I'm only going to spend so much time addressing it and will lean more heavily on my actions that will display my ideology and my thinking. So I founded the National Black Business Alliance. It is part of another organization called the Entrepreneurs Network Limited Liability Company, which I also am the founder of, whose purpose is to provide affordable marketing opportunities for uh, small business owners and entrepreneurs and do it in a way that our company could also generate revenues for those individuals. Anyone can be a part 
of that organization. Anyone can be a part of the National Black Business Alliance. But I adapted the Entrepreneurs Network program to fit the black community as the National Black Business Alliance. I operate both of them. You can go to www.nationalblackbusinessalliance.com and get more information about the National Black Business Alliance. You can find the Entrepreneurs Network on our store platform, which is not as important right now for you as much as the nationalblackbusinessalliance.com. I recently spent double-digit thousands having our websites revised and revamped to more appropriately reflect what we're trying to do right now. Uh, You will see jonestowers.com. You can look at that one right now. It reflects an older version of what Jones Towers is, but the new version is 95% completed. We're adding photos to that platform, and then it will be ready to be launched. Then we have a uh, National Youth Center for Entrepreneurship, whose intention is to Uh, help young people earn $500 or more each month. Remember, I told you that the purpose of the National Black Business Alliance and the black agenda for the nation, I believe, is black community development through youth entrepreneurship. We're developing our community, focus on the needs of black people and black community, and those needs also involve having other people who are not black working in conjunction with us, and that's fine as long as they clearly understand the agenda is about black community development through youth entrepreneurship. So the NYCE, the NICE program, you will see that website uh, before this month is out. It's probably around 65, 70% or better completed. Again, we're waiting on an update on the, on the uh, content and an uh, input of new pictures and photos and graphics on the website. It then will be ready. Also, we have an app. The app is a GPS for black businesses. Other businesses are included as well, but the black businesses will be tagged and you will know you're dealing with or have found a black business anywhere in the nation. It's called Jones Towers. We use Jones Towers as a gathering, a virtual gathering place for our people to be able to network and refer one another to one another. We have a nice package for those of you that join our program. All of these things are affordable. One of the reasons why certain ones the prices will be a little bit higher is because we have to have a way to eliminate some of those businesses that are not ready for the platform on which they're trying to advertise. If you woke up yesterday with a great idea and filed a business license or filed for a, uh, not even a business license because you couldn't get it back the same day, you can get an EIN number, but you woke up tomorrow and you found that you had an idea Uh, that you thought was sellable. If the price was too cheap to get on some of our platforms, you could then take that idea, that thought, with no other preparation uh, but your dream, your idea, your EIN number, and put that on our platforms. Now, you might, because it's national, national, you might, because your idea is so great, you might get 1,000 hits, 1,000 orders, 1,000 prospects, clients, Uh, You're talking about advertising across the nation. That's just 20 people per state. One person in uh, 20 cities in a state. That's very doable. It's very doable. Our whole business is based on those kinds of numbers and the ability to reach those kind of people and motivate them to participate. What happens now when you get a thousand orders on Wednesday? 
You can't fulfill those orders. They're going to have to wait. There are going to be some flaws in your delivery, your effectiveness, your efficiency. And if a number of you are able to enroll on our platforms that easily, and if a number of you are not ready to handle what can happen because of you being on our platform, it's going to make our app and our websites look very bad than when people call up a number of the companies in our program and find them to be dysfunctional. That will send a strong message to our folks that the, the Jones Towers, National Youth Center for Entrepreneurship, National Black Business Alliance, the Entrepreneurs Network, LLC, are more problematic than helpful in what they're trying to do. We cannot afford that. So it does not matter whether you understand or not that some of the prices have to be higher to eliminate and control the quality of who we have on our websites and other venues. Then you need to stay in touch with what we're doing and learn why it's so important. After 25, 30 years of working to bring this platform to the public, and now we're ready to introduce it to the public in a powerful way, in a way that we can now start collecting money for the work that's been put in. I put in plenty money, plenty time. Uh, if I said two, three hundred thousand dollars, two hundred to three hundred thousand uh, dollars invested already in this idea, I would have no shame and no pain in showing you receipts for over a quarter of a million dollars invested in what I'm talking about. As long as it's taken and God has blessed me to be around long enough to see my work coming to fruition. Um, so let me just share with you a couple other things. That's the National Black Center for Entrepreneurship. Uh, we do three things, operating three uh, venues, actually three, um, three structures that hold up our program. We call it BET. BET. Uh, B stands for building teams. We can help you build teams, teams of customers, teams of prospects, teams of clients, uh, teams of um, of vendors, if you're a church, teams of members, people. That's the first thing we do, produce people. Our core values happen to be people plus passion equal productivity. So the first thing we do is develop an, uh, a people for your project, if that's what you need. The second thing is E, B-E. The E stands for, uh, for earning, earning income. We helped you find those people, and we do it in a way that we conduct our business in a way that you can get paid from being a part of a network. We are a direct network marketing company. No shame. We're not selling any products or services that you've had in the past, um, that you've heard of before, our main product is youth business development, black community development through youth entrepreneurship. Our deliverable is a young person who understands business, a young person who understands management, a young person who understands finance, a young person who's highly motivated to participate in the community, a young person who has leadership skills, a young person who is getting paid to develop the black community and bring positive outputs, outcomes from our work to our community. That's what our direct network marketing program claims to deliver. Now, we 
help you can move your products and all these other things because word of mouth is the most powerful form of advertising. We can help you do that. But trust me, the number one deliverable is a young person who can contribute, not can contribute. That's aspirational. A young person who does contribute because they earn income from their contribution. In fact, I just wrote an article uh, this morning for middle school students. We, sh- we want to show them how to live like a millionaire. Living like a millionaire. That's real talk, you guys. That at the end of six to 12 months, we can have a middle school student and or elementary student earning enough income so they can live like a millionaire. Just stay tuned. You'll see. You will see what we're doing. So we have the Entrepreneurs Network that's dedicated to providing affordable marketing opportunities for small business owners. We have the National Youth Center. Excuse me. We have the National Black Business Alliance, which you can go to that online and you will see how we are focused on black community development through youth entrepreneurship. It is the primary sponsor of the National Youth Center for Entrepreneurship, which is a nice program, NYCE whose aim it is to engage young people in positive and productive activities in their community. Not a popularity contest whose mama knows so many people, so they vote in a young person who has no leadership skills, has no real good sense, but their mama is somebody and she knows everybody, so we vote in leadership like that. No, we're not going that route. You already do that. We're going the route of performance. Young people who are engaged in a program where their performance is being measured, who are able and able to move up the ladder in leadership in our community. Wait till you hear about the leadership program. You're going to love it. It's going to be national news. It's going to be on our television show, our TV show. It's going to be on our radio shows. It's going to be in our magazine. That's the name of these publications and productions. Uh, our media services. That's what we do. I'm sharing with you something very, very powerful. I'm glad to do it. And uh, I, don't, I don't think I want to tell any more right now. just want you to go to the National Black Business Alliance, read up on us a little bit. If you want to register, uh, register with us at GetJobs, G-E-T-J-O-B-S-S dot U-S. GetJobs, it stands for Get Enrolled Today, Join Our Business Success System dot U-S. Do that. Get more information. By the way, if any of you need advertising, I've got a half page. I have a quarter page, half page, full page advertisement that I will give to you if you contact me before this week is out. All you have to do is contact me. Uh, You can look in the magazine and you will see other people who have taken advantage of this offer who are in our last publication. Miss Lanita Hales on our front cover didn't cost her a dime. She looks good on that front cover, makes the front cover of our magazine looks really good. I could have put myself on there, but I wouldn't have looked as good as she's looking on that. Very professional, very dedicated to her work, her and her husband, a team that I would put up against any team in this in this city, a city of Houston, to produce good fruits for their people and the people around them. Um, so if you would like to advertise in our magazine, if you would like to come on one of our upcoming radio shows or our upcoming television show, we have Roku Channel, and we're going to play some content about you on the Roku Channel. In fact, I need some young people who are interested in television production. I need youth TV producers. I need youth that are in the middle school 
age group. I need youth in the elementary age group because we're going to work with those young people and show you, the community, how much can be done with our greatest resource, our young people. I haven't even mentioned high school and college. I'm just telling you what we're going to do with elementary and youth. And wait till we get down to those preschoolers. It's going to be mind-blowing what black people are going to do, starting in the city of Houston and branching out all across the nation. And the world will have their attention on what's happening with our program. Thank you very much. My name is Errol Jones, and hopefully this broadcast turned out okay. I'm about to edit it a little bit and drop it on Facebook. Have a great day.